Over 40 years ago, a man named Ted Turner looked at the world and had a revolutionary idea. What if news was available 24-7, 365? In the age of Twitter, it seems like such a simple idea because of our unlimited access to the internet. But at the time, news was scheduled. You could only find out what was going on by opening a newspaper or turning on your TV in the morning or the afternoon or evening blocks. Breaking news was dependent on people actually watching TV at the right time. Insane. 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 You can't just get a little CNN blast to your phone? That's nuts. Covered in memes on Twitter, like, real news at a real time? (laughs) Never that. When Ted Turner's dream came to fruition in 1980, he launched the Cable News Network. Today, we call it CNN. That's right. We are talking about CNN, like a hub of conspiracies. I'm kind of shocked this is the first time we've tackled, like, what, what would this be called? Like, not standard news, but, you know, the, the big like, baddies of the news yes. world. I, I guess you almost would call it traditional news, traditional, traditional news, news media. Yes. So when CNN launched, Ted made a very specific promise about his shiny new toy. He said, and I quote, barring satellite problems, we won't be signing off until the end of the world. And he claimed that he had even already made that final video for the network to air if the world did indeed end. So in the case of the apocalypse, Ted sort of offhandedly was like, yeah, we have the doomsday video. Like it's already recorded. We won't be signing off until that very moment. Teddy said, we'll be on and we will cover the end of the world live. And that will be our last event. We'll play the national anthem only one time on the day CNN launches. And when the end of the world comes, we'll play nearer my God to thee before we sign off. Which, if you did not know, was the song that the band played while the freaking Titanic sank. Dark. Honestly, it was, if people had believed him. Almost everybody assumed that he was joking. Ted was sort of known for being a bit of a jokester and a little eccentric. He once bought a baseball team, an entire baseball team, just so that his network could air baseball. He bought a yacht so that somebody could film and record him (laughs) sailing around on a yacht. So he was a little bit eccentric. And this doomsday video sort of became an urban legend or just a big joke from a zany billionaire. And the craziest thing about all of this is that this wasn't a joke. This wasn't a story. This wasn't made up by CNN interns in order to garner attention from their colleagues. The Turner Doomsday video is a real thing, and we're talking about it today. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your friendly neighborhood true believer, uh, pretty much Twitter news getter. It's pretty, it's pretty embarrassing. That is my primary <laughs> news source these days. And I'm excited for this one, man. I am too. Hello, I am Eleanor. I am your stubborn skeptic, heavily skeptical of traditional media, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly left, right and center. So I am excited as well. Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, your obviously favorite news source. And this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for. We might scare ourselves into staying up all night. But one thing is for sure, we are glad to have you guys along for the ride. Honestly, if it was the end of the world, the apocalypse, baby, what would we do but go on Instagram Live go on TikTok live and talk to you guys, right? Our digital bunker. So real. We will be hunkered down in our favorite place, aside from Disneyland, which (laughs) is the Spotify Studios women's bathroom. Um, We'll be hunkered down, going live, 
Hey guys, <laughs> we're not living, loving, laughing besties. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by Too Faced Cosmetics and Better Than Sex Mascara. The name literally says it all. This mascara is that good. There is a formula for anyone and everyone available in original, waterproof, and chocolate that thickens, lengthens, and curls to give you all the drama and volume. Or try the new Naturally Better Than Sex. It has a 98% naturally derived formula. Shop Too Faced Better Than Sex mascara at Sephora today. Do you think if the world was ending, you would share like secrets with the internet do you think you'd you'd feel the need to just word vomit into the ether and just like confess everything what what would you do i've watched too much rick and morty like i just simply know that the end of the world it could be reversed you know what i mean mm-hmm. so no, i would take it to the grave baby right? you're like oh my god i hate snitchery i've always <laughs> hated that bitch <laughs> me when i lie the me asteroid misses lie. by like three feet and it's like <laughs> oh this is awkward now I wanted my last act to be lying. It's so weird. It's, I I never lied before in my entire life, actually. <laughs> no, I think that it's such an interesting concept because, like, especially back in the days that I guess this was all made, the world was still very fearful of another world war, mm-hmm. still very fearful of another big catastrophic event. So let's go ahead and talk about the Turner Doomsday video. But actually, I guess before we talk about that, we should talk about who Ted Turner is. Because I didn't know anything about this man prior to this episode or who he was. And I had no idea what a big deal he was, to say the least. Robert Ted Turner was born on November 19th in 1938 in Cincinnati, Ohio. And as a child, he moved with his family to Georgia, where his father ran a successful billboard advertising company. Tragedy would strike in Ted's family in 1963, when his father took his own life. Ted was devastated, but to keep his father's legacy alive, he took over the family business and expanded it. In 1970, he bought a then-failing Atlanta TV station that broadcasted old movies and network reruns, and within just a few years, Ted transformed this into a superstation, a concept he literally invented, which basically means that the station was beamed by satellite into homes across the country. Maybe you've heard of this station. It's called TBS, a.k.a. the Turner Broadcast System. Then in 1980, Ted launched the Cable News Network, which we all know now as CNN. This was the first 24-7 cable news station. It was a big deal. This was a revolutionary idea because at the time, TV was dominated by three major networks. ABC, CBS, and NBC. We all still know the girls. And their nightly 30-minute broadcast, so you would just get 30 minutes of news at night to wrap up literally everything that had happened during the day. Honestly, they were probably so mentally well. So mentally well. So mentally well. Oh, my God. Like, at most, you could get, what, 90 minutes of news in your day? day? Stop. 90 minutes of screen time. Oh, my gosh. Those screen time reports, literally, like, they're perilous. Make me want to throw up. Yeah. I, I'll i take, like, a little, a tiny content break. I don't know. I'm not really on my phone much recreationally. And then I'll go back to posting on TikTok and Instagram and whatever. And I'll get a report that's, like, your screen time is up 10 hours from last week. And I'm like, 
don't tell me that. Keep don't it to yourself. Because I was thriving literally 10 seconds ago, thinking I was being productive. And now you're telling me that I am a slave to Tim Cook. Don't tell me that. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> it wasn't. It was yeah, not. Literally. It was not relevant. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Back to Ted. Sorry. Tangent. So when CNN launched, Ted made the promise that we talked about in the intro. He said, again, barring satellite problems, we won't be signing off until the world ends. And people thought that Ted was joking. For a long time, it was treated as sort of like this funny eccentric thing that a billionaire had done when he became a little unhinged, made this silly promise. Mm-hmm. It was sort of like bar trivia. But as we already told you guys, this story is 100% real. Ted Turner is not a liar. In 1988, The New Yorker actually published an article confirming that the video did indeed exist. Now, the reporter that was writing this article did not meet with Ted Turner with the intention of uncovering this video. Really, nobody thought that it was real. He was just doing a profile. And offhandedly, he mentioned during the interview, Hey, Ted, what about that end of the world video? And Ted got very serious. He's like, you want to see it? And the reporter's looking at him, and Ted's looking at the reporter, and the reporter's like, hell yeah. So not only does Ted offer to show the reporter this video, he slips the VCR in the TV, and he immediately flees the room. Ted is overcome with emotion at the sheer thought that somebody might be witnessing his oh doomsday end of the world video. He pops the drama. His, I know. The drama. I know. Ted, honestly, Ted and I would get along. <laughs> After the video is over, the reporter watches it. Ted pops his little head back in the room and he tells the reporter, quote, I keep this tape around because when the world ends, it'll be over before we can say what we wanted to say, before we can leave any final messages. Other than the reporter from The New Yorker, no one had ever seen this video. It seems that it was a pretty well-kept secret. Once again, when Ted Turner said, we will not stop broadcasting until the world ends, it's just like a highly ambitious statement. You can't control that. Like, what if a satellite goes down? What if, you know, something happens? But he's saying, like, we're going to stay on the air, people. It's just an outlandish claim that comes along with being a 24-7 channel. You are a Ted hater. You're like, there's no way he makes good on his promise. (laughs) When Ted was born in 1938, I was filled with hatred. Haterade, pure haterade. Literally was not even a thought in my great-grandfather's head. However... From that moment on, it's been nothing but spite. (laughs) So obviously this report is published. Can you even imagine being this New Yorker reporter? Like, oh my God, I got the scoop of a lifetime. I'm saying lucky guy. It was clear that Ted like really wanted to chat about this too. He's like, guys, I mentioned I made a doomsday video and no one's asked (laughs) to see it. It's been years. Like, literally, no one's even going to try. Like, what? During the entire reporting session, he's just sitting there and he's like, yeah, we'll never go offline unless the world ends. Like, I thought you'd never ask. We'll never stop broadcasting news unless, of course, the world ends, which you know we are prepared for (laughs) in a very specific... So, anyway, so this whole thing is reported on. And the legend behind this video sort of became a meme before memes were a thing. Still at this point, people had not seen it widely. It was really just this reporter and then Ted knew about it. And I guess probably at this point, it was sort of an internal thing at these networks. But references to the Ted Turner doomsday video began to pop up in movies and TV shows like Gremlins 2. But over time, the idea that Ted Turner would actually be crazy enough to make a doomsday video faded into obscurity. Until 2015, a long time after the original article was published. And that was when a writer for the web outlet Jalopnik revealed that he had not only seen the video during an internship at CNN, but 
he was in possession of it. And then he posted it. Up next, we're going to talk all about the details of the Turner Doomsday video and why the fact that it still exists is deeply bizarre. They say time heals all wounds, but sometimes time can do anything but. Welcome to Cold Cases, the new Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Carter Roy. Every Monday, join me as I revisit the clues and miscues of some of the most elusive criminal cases in history. From burglary and arson to kidnappings and murder, each episode of Cold Cases explores the many types of crime, the many ways they remain unsolved, and how long it takes to find the answers, if ever. Will justice be served? Only time will tell. Follow Cold Cases free and only on Spotify. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Urban legend has turned fact, and Ted Turner's supposed doomsday video really exists to be aired on CNN in case of the end of the world. Now it's been found by a reporter who was once an intern at CNN back in the 2000s, and it's about to be posted online. The writer of the Jalopnik piece was Michael Balaban, who was an intern at CNN back in 2009. He was originally told about the doomsday video by one of his college professors, who had worked at CNN for over 20 years. Now, like anybody else who had ever heard of this, Michael thought it was like a joke, an urban legend, or at the very least, some kind of remark that Ted Turner would make anyway. But now he had access to CNN's archives, and Michael decided to see if the video was a real deal. And to his absolute shock, All it took was a quick little search, a quick little type in of doomsday video into the CNN video archives. And to his absolute amazement, I cannot even imagine what he was feeling on that day. There it was, a file with no date attached, but the title that read, Turner Doomsday Video. I love that anybody can find this. I honestly feel like Ted Turner might have recorded it and he's like, okay, this is for the end of the world. And then he was like, "Mm, the end of the world's not coming, but this is good content. Like, this is like, solid entertainment. I, he wanted people to watch it. Oh, my God. I think he was so proud of it. The absolute theatrics that took place during that New Yorker article when he puts the tape into the VCR, runs out of the room just in sheer please. emotion. Yes, please. I love it. Watch it. But I, I cannot. I, I love cannot. it. So when Michael started watching this doomsday video, to his amazement, it was exactly what Ted described it would be. A military band standing in formation between the columns of the Turner Broadcasting Mansion with the circular reflecting pool that used to be on the lawn back in the 80s. One soldier raises a flag to the right, the musicians raise their instruments, and they begin playing Nearer My God to Thee, the last song played by the band on the Titanic. Now, the video itself in this form is super low resolution. It has an aspect ratio of four to three. It's an older video, which would have been perfect for the tube televisions of the 1980s, but now doesn't really offer much. Yeah. The video legitimately sounds a little underwhelming, I would imagine, to our listeners, because that's certainly how I felt. Like, that's 
literally it. Now you can find it in higher definition or play it on higher definition screens, I should say. And that resolution completely obscures the faces of the musicians. They finish a brief version of the song and then they snap their instruments to attention. They're like, just like on the Titanic, like, all right, we're finished up here. And the video fades to black. And that's the entire doomsday video. I don't believe that this is the most updated version of CNN's apocalypse video. Maybe it is CNN's because mm-hmm. Ted Turner made such a big deal out of like saying this is our doomsday video. Maybe maybe they would play it. But every news station makes like broadcast for celebrities that are aging in mm-hmm. the event that they die. They pre-write them. They pre-write the blurbs, the releases. Like you hear all the time about, you know, like CNN accidentally publishes an article that Betty White dies like months before yeah, anything yeah. even happens. You hear about that all the time. So I have to imagine that something like CNN, NBC, that they all have a video in the case of like a world ending crisis that they would play mm-hmm. at the end of the world so that they could all leave. Right. Like, I don't I, think the concept think that is that, that strange. Sense. Yeah, no, it's not a strange concept. I think I think it makes a lot of sense. But it is so fascinating that the Ted Turner Doomsday video is really and truly just a song played by a band in front of the Turner mansion. Very self-serving. And then it just all <laughs> goes offline. You know, it goes off off the air. And for those of you at home who might be wondering, okay, where's where's the twist? Where are you guys gonna tell us? Haha, ha, by the way, it's a creepy pasta. Uh, this is real. It's hundred percent real. The video is real, everything about it is real. The video takes place at what was, at the time, CNN's headquarters in Georgia, the Turner Mansion. You can tell because of the distinct devil horn shape above the doorframe. The reflecting pool the band plays in front of has been removed since the 80s, but if you look at old photos and videos of the mansion, there it is. And remember the New Yorker article? The article described that video to a T. It's a band playing Nearer My God to Thee, And that's it. It's exactly what Ted Turner said. He said, we will play the national anthem when we begin. We will play this song when we end. And that is all. If you come across this video on CNN's video archive, you'll actually see that it's covered in these really large, bold red letters on the computer screen, reminding whoever accessed it that the video cannot be aired yet. It says, quote, HFR till end of the world confirmed. Now, HFR, if you don't know, means hold for release. Interestingly, They choose to include the word confirmed. So not only do they have to wait for the world to end, Mm -hmm. but somebody has to confirm it first before they're allowed to play this video. I imagine maybe at the time of inception, that person was Ted Turner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Who confirms the end of the world now? That's the question. Is it the president? It's not the end of the country. It's the end of the world. Like, at what point (laughs) they reached, like, all right, ma'am, we have three minutes left. Roll the tape. Who decides? I think that's hilarious. There's so many hypotheticals around it. Like, let's just say that in the end times, only one CNN employee is alive in the last CNN bureau on Earth. Who do they confirm end times with? Where is the confirmation coming from? Is it simply that there is a CNN representative who's like, yes, end of the world's confirmed. It's like a bugle plays out. It's like a big, like, I don't know. I feel like the end of the world would be quite clear to see. Maybe not. Who knows? You know, to be honest, in saying this, thinking about, like, the president being briefed on aliens, we talk about it all the time, it's absurd. Mm -hmm. But if you are the head of CNN, do you not get a briefing from the previous head of CNN on... End of the the world The code word for the end of the (gasps) world? You know what I mean? Like, someone has to know. Someone Someone, has to know. Which is scary, because the heads of CNN and powers that be are potentially not the most responsible people. Just like we were talking earlier about us live tweeting the end of the world, it's so fascinating because it's like, 
in the event of end of world, uh, the world is over. Who is watching this? I mean, I guess that people are going to be glued to their TV. They're going to be glued to their screens. They're going to try to be figuring out like. Can you imagine TikTok? Does... Just I never been no. with a buddy. <laughs> it's like text over the screen being like, bye, besties. Do you remember? It's been real. Do you remember those videos that kept going viral of like 13 year olds like doing their little like dances in front of their dying grandfathers and stuff on TikTok? No. Oh, my God. There was this one video that went incredibly viral of this literal child doing like a TikTok dance to a sad song in front of his grandfather, like dying in his bed in like a hospital bed. He was like, I hope you get better. I'll miss you so much. And he's literally like just doing a little like Fortnite dance. It's like <laughs> deeply troubling. This was in the just early days of tragedy TikTok. emoting. <laughs> it was in the early days of TikTok and every single YouTube commentary video was on why TikTok is bad. And <laughs> but no, like it it has to be like that. Like I never been with a bad like just like people doing like the put your finger down challenge. Put your finger down if you slept with your bestie before the end of the world, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't even imagine social media at that time. But well, it's going to be real. That's what's crazy is that now yeah. we've entered an age where everybody is going to be able to communicate with everybody else when the world does inevitably yep. end. Like barring some catastrophic event that happens beforehand, I guess. Like there's going to be some cataclysmic event that probably yeah. science will tell us is happening before it happens and people are going everyone's going to react to it in real time and communicate with each other about it hopefully not our generation but like that that's a factual reality of what's going to happen in the future i think that's crazy it is crazy in today's day and age do we feel that a doomsday video meant to air on cable television is even still a necessity I mean, it depends on your definition of necessity. Like, yeah. certainly my parents would need something from, like, CNN. You know of what course. I mean? Like, I, I would jump to Twitter, but I think with our current generational spread, there are still quite a few people who would look to cable news or traditional news sources. Yeah, I think so, too. And I, I do believe the video will play, but it, it has to go in company with something else at this point. Like, yes, it's this big video that you know the head of the company made i'm sure that there's a protocol for playing it but probably that protocol will not take precedent over informing people of what's going on but also like, like does a, it matter god i don't know if no the world's about to end no like, it doesn't matter like why <laughs> you know what i mean like who i almost feel like the video should be longer i feel like if cnn knows the world's really gonna end and there's absolutely no hope like i don't feel like anybody should be sitting at the cnn desk no like in god, like no. in three two you know what i mean I believe there are videos for every news station that would play in the event yeah. of a world ending. 100%. You know, yeah. whatever. And they probably get re-recorded like mm -hmm. every, every few. God, that's scary to think about, but it has to be true. To end the story on this video in particular, we still don't know the protocol for this specific video, the one that we've been talking about in this podcast episode playing. CNN has never remarked on the video leaking beyond just confirming that it does in fact exist. If there is a protocol, nobody knows what that is or even if the video would still air in its current format. But it is interesting to think about those videos that you're talking about. I think that that's the part that creeps me out more is just the mm -hmm. inevitable videos that will come out at the end of the world. Like will. Oh, yeah. Are being recorded all the time. Can you imagine being the reporter who sits down to record those? I mean, so many iterations like during mm -hmm. the Cold War. I'm sure they had a completely yeah. different doomsday video than they would have now based on what's most threatening. Mm -hmm. It's also there's a chance like it's, it's the largest chance now that humanity seemingly would like trickle off as the result of climate change. I think that's our biggest threat right now is like a world ending event, which wouldn't be a an hour long, likely like this is just it, folks. Zero to a million. You know what I mean? What's that movie? Don't look up. 
Mm-hmm. Or like it's an asteroid that's going to hit yeah. the Earth and the scientists know. I, I honestly doubt it'll be like that. I think humanity's just going to slowly like cease to thrive. We have to know what you guys are thinking on this. How do you feel about knowing that there is a contingency video, essentially, for the end of the world that was recorded many a decade ago that will eventually air in case of end of world on CNN? Does it freak you out? Do you think that there are others like it? Let us know all over social media with hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loiebug and at Snitchery, and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and Ed Simpson, Fanny Baudry, and Leah Sutherland from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kibben. Research and script writing provided by Judd Bookout. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, a.k.a. The Gruesome Twosome. Twosome.